we have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, the best-selling author of Keto Flex and the founder of Keto Camp. Super excited to share this with those of you who want to do fasting. Maybe you are doing fasting, but that hunger is getting to you, those damn hunger pangs. So I'm going to give you five simple solutions to the hunger so you could get the maximum benefit from the fast, lengthen your fast, get more of that autophagy, more of that fat loss, more of the reduction of inflammation with these five easy tips. I also have two bonus tips at the end, so make sure you stick around to see those. The first tip is going to be during your eating window, you want to eat more healthy fat and protein, less carbohydrates. The issue is this, when somebody's doing fasting but they're still stuck as a sugar burner, their metabolism doesn't have the flexibility to adapt and switch to a different fuel source, fat. We wanna burn body fat. We want the capability to burn through your sugar reserves, which is called your glycogen stores, and then switch over to fat. But if you're locked in as a sugar burner, when glucose gets low in the brain during a fast when you're a sugar burner, the brain will send the body intense signals for sugar, carbohydrates, you'll have incredible cravings that will lead you to breaking the fast. So what we wanna do is teach your body to switch fuel sources and allow the ketones to come to fuel the brain and allow your body and metabolism to switch over to your fat cells as an energy source during that fast. How you do that is simply increasing your healthy fat and protein during your eating window and keep your total carbohydrates during your eating window below 50 grams. That'll get your body metabolically flexible, fat adapted, so when you do that fast, you could just switch over to ketones and continue that amazing fast. The second tip is to have the right intention going into your fast. I believe your mentality creates your reality. If you go into your fast with stinking thinking, thinking you're gonna be starving, you're not gonna have any energy, you're hurting yourself, guess what? We become what we think about. Whether you think you can do it or think you cannot do it, guess what? You're right. So going into a fast with the right mindset and intention and understanding that fasting is one of the best ways to harness this innate intelligence within your body. Your body is capable of healing. We are not designed to eat every two to three hours. We are designed, every single 70 trillion cells in your body is designed for feasting and fasting. And you're just going along with what you have been designed to do. So I encourage you to stick with the schedule you committed to. Don't just be interested in doing an 18 hour fast, be committed. There is a big difference there. I have seen going into a fast with the right intentions maximize the result because you understand how the body is working and how it's benefiting you. I always say your competence creates your confidence. Understanding how incredible your body is will give you that understanding and competence so you're more confident to keep going with your fasting window. The third tip is to increase your minerals and electrolytes during your fasting window. You could have some sea salt, you could have an electrolyte powder, you could have a mineral supplement. 
it's important to keep those electrolytes up because when you are fasted, in that fasted state, you're gonna release a lot of excess water weight, which is terrific. You're gonna look lighter, you're going to feel lighter, it's gonna fix your digestion, but the kidneys also have this electrolyte dumping along with that excess water weight. And if you don't replenish those electrolytes, you'll get a headache, you'll get hangry, and you'll feel like crap. So it's important to sip on that water with sea salt, have the electrolyte mix, and make sure you're very strategic and consistent with keeping those electrolytes up. I'll put links down below for my favorite electrolyte supplements and powders. Tip number four is going to be utilizing molecular hydrogen water. There's so many studies out there that show the benefits of hydrogen water, but how it relates to your fast is incredible. When you're going through your fast, your body's actually going to spit out some hydroxy-free radicals, which is oxidative, and you might not feel good, especially if you're very toxic. Another thing to consider is that your body stores toxins in your fat cells, and when you're burning fat cells and shrinking fat cells and releasing those fat cells into the bloodstream during a fast, guess what gets dumped along with the fat cells? Toxins. Now your body could burn the fat, but it cannot burn the toxin. So where molecular hydrogen comes into play, it could help deal with that toxicity component, which might be the reason why you're breaking your fast sooner than you'd like. So I'm a big fan of hydrogen water. You can get that in the tablet form. I utilize a product called Fast Tonic. I put two or three capsules in water and I drink that during my fasting window. You could also utilize a great product called Echo Go, which you could take on the go with you. And there's also a really cool hydrogen machine that I have in my kitchen. I'll drop links and resources for all of those in the video notes. Here's the fifth tip. It's important to understand that hunger comes in waves. This is probably the most important part of the video because I said it before, competence creates confidence. Well, this is gonna help you become confident. Hunger is a hormone called ghrelin. I want you to think of ghrelin as a gremlin. Look, when a gremlin's around, it's not fun. It makes noise, it's ugly. It's like, get out of here, gremlin. When you're hungry and have those hunger pangs, you're activating ghrelin. It's not fun for ghrelin to be around. But here's the most important thing to understand. All hormones, including ghrelin, are pulsatile. They pulse up and go back down. They pulse up and go back down. This is important because when your hunger hormone kicks in, that is actually an antioxidant and understand that although it's spiked, it's going to go back down. So keeping yourself busy, keeping yourself distracted, it could be going on a phone call, going on a Zoom meeting, doing a workout, a walk, five, 10, 15 minutes after that, the hunger hormone will begin to decline and you'll ride that hunger wave and on the opposite side is you continuing your fast and getting all those benefits. So keep yourself distracted, ride that hunger wave and keep on fasting. Bonus tip number one is going to be this. Measure your glucose and ketones during your fast. This could give you a real understanding on whether you should continue that fasting window or you should break the fast and if your fasting window is working for you or against you. Here's what I mean. By knowing your glucose, blood glucose, and blood ketone markers, you'll be able to actually maximize the benefits of your fasting schedule. What we wanna see during a fast is glucose steadily dropping and ketones steadily rising. That's the trend that your body is maximizing autophagy, maximizing all the benefits during your fasting window. If you don't see that trend, if you see glucose actually rising during a fast, and ketones dropping or ketones being non-existent, that just means there's too much stress in your life right now. Maybe you had a poor night of sleep, maybe you have a big workload at your job or you're going through some mental emotional stress 
and that's just too much stress for your body to adapt to. This is called hormesis. Hormesis is a principle that you apply stress and your body adapts in a positive way. But too much hormesis is not a good thing. Fasting is a stressor. Fasting applies hormesis to your body. But if you already have so much stress going on and then you stack the fasting on top of it, you'll see glucose rise, ketones drop, and you actually could be doing much more harm than good to your body. The only way to know this is to test, don't guess. I personally utilize Keto Mojo. They have an amazing machine. Go to ketocampmachine.com. We have a coupon code that's active right now called KETOCAMP at checkout for you to get a nice discount from them. We'll also drop a link in the notes below. Bonus tip number two, and here's the final tip for today. Break your fast the right way. You can undo a lot of the benefits from your fast by breaking your fast the wrong way. Let's talk about the worst way to break your fast. We do not want to break a fast with a whole bunch of carbohydrates because you'll see a huge glucose spike when you do so. And if you combine that, those carbohydrates with fat, it'll slow down your fat loss efforts. Why? Because glucose will spike with the carbs. Insulin will drive the glucose into your cells, unlock the cell doors, and shuttle the glucose into the cells, which is great. But if you had fat with the carbs, fat will go along for the ride, and it could actually slow down your fat loss efforts. The best way to break your fast is with mostly protein and some quality fat. Some examples for you, bone broth is a great way to break a fast, steak and eggs, another great way to break a fast, a keto protein shake, great way to break a fast. We want protein and fat. That's how you break a fast without gaining weight and maximizing your benefits. I want you to understand this. If you aim to go 18 hours in a fast, but you stop at 15 hours, that's a success. There is no such thing as a failed fast. Every fast has its benefit. We wanna build up this fasting muscle. The more often you do it, the better you're going to get, the stronger this muscle is going to get. So there's no such thing as a failed fast. If you wanna learn more about intermittent fasting, I have a free fasting cheat sheet, which was a bestseller on Amazon when it came out. I essentially answer the top 20 questions I've been asked about fasting, and I backed up each answer with science and a very easy to read book. You could download this for free by going to fastingcheatsheet.com. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.